Welcome to North Bay Baptist Church. We continue in our reading through the Bible. Today we will cover chapters 11 and 12 of Romans. Chapter 11 opens with Paul asking whether God has rejected his people. Paul himself is evidence that God has not fully and finally rejected the people on whom he set his love. Just as a believing remnant could be found in Israel in Elijah's day, so there continues to be a remnant formed by God's grace. By grace, the elect obtained the salvation they sought. The rest were hardened. The rejection of the Jewish people is neither total nor final. Just as the rejection of Christ among the Jews has led to the acceptance of the gospel among the Gentiles, so God means to use the Gentiles to provoke the Jews to envy the Gentiles leading to their salvation and greater riches. Continuing this mystery of Israel's salvation, Paul writes, we read uh, verses 25 through 36 of chapter 11, Lest you be wise in your own sight, I want you to understand this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way all Israel will be saved, as it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience. So they too have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience that he may have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. In chapter 12, Paul makes a transition where he makes application of his teaching through the remainder of his letter. Here, he opens with this appeal to the believer. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In verses 4 through 8, Paul makes use of the analogy of the body and its various parts to illustrate the nature of the church. He stresses its unity, its diversity, and the need to, regain, to recognize one's gifts and to use it appropriately. And in verses 9 through 21, Paul discusses the church as the body of Christ. Paul stresses the importance of love. His series of exhortations carries echoes of Jesus' teaching and is expressed in vivid language. The Christian must be free from the desire to get even. Such release from the instinct for revenge is possible because the believer knows that God will right all wrongs in his own perfect judgment. As God's people, the church is to show forth the light of Christ 
and His gospel, having compassion, remembering that we too were once lost and alienated from God.